Welcome to Right Royal Roundup with Carolyn Cash. The show that keeps you updated with what's happening in the world of royalty, from the British royal family through to the aristocracy and current events from around the royal world. Hello and welcome to Right Royal Roundup. I'm Carolyn Cash and coming up later on today's show, Prince George turns two, controversy over old footage, news from the Danish royal family and more. So stay tuned. We also apologise for any inconvenience caused regarding accessing our website as we are currently facing technical difficulties as we change servers. And once again, we do apologise for any inconvenience. Welcome to Right Royal Roundup with Carolyn Cash. Now crossing live to the throne. Much has been made about the footage of the Queen when she was a little girl giving an alleged Nazi salute about 80 years ago. It was released after the Queen and Prince Philip's very successful visit to Germany three weeks ago. Buckingham Palace has expressed disappointment at the release of the footage by the British newspaper The Sun, saying it had been exploited. A source from the palace said, Most people will see the pictures in their proper context and time, This is a family playing and momentarily referencing a gesture many would have seen from contemporary newsreels. No one at that time had any sense how it would evolve. To imply anything else is misleading and dishonest. The source added, The Queen and her family's service and dedication of this nation during the war and the 63 years the Queen has spent building relations between nations and peoples speak for itself. Questions have been asked on how the footage was obtained and some sources claim the palace considers legal action. Some royal historians have said that Princess Elizabeth and Princess Margaret were simply larking around with their uncle Edward VIII looking on. According to sources, an expert lip reader, Jessica Rees, had examined the footage and says that the Queen Mother was encouraging the two little princesses to wave at someone who was out of the shot and it had nothing to do with Nazi salutes. At the time, Edward VIII would play with his nieces whenever he visited his brother and sister-in-law. Relations became very strained after Edward VIII met American divorcee Wallace Simpson and later abdicated his throne so he could marry her. Neither the Queen Mother nor the Queen have ever been Nazi sympathisers. In fact, Hitler called the Queen Mother the most dangerous woman in Europe during World War II because of the way she pulled together the national spirit. On Right Royal Roundup, we now go back in time for some Right Royal Regal history. People have made much of the fact that three of Prince Philip's sisters married German princes who were involved with the Nazis. They were not invited to his wedding when he married Princess Elizabeth in 1947, as it was considered unacceptable in post-war Britain. Other German relatives were not invited either. It is no secret that former Edward VIII was a Nazi sympathiser and he has been the subject of numerous books and two documentaries about his involvement. Edward VIII, the Nazi King, and Edward VIII, the Traitor King, can be both found on YouTube. One of the Queen's cousins, Prince Charles Edward, Duke of Saxe-Coburg and Gotha, was also a member of the Nazi Party from 1935. His story was told in a documentary, Hitler's Favourite Royal, 
which aired on the ABC in Australia in 2009 and is also available on YouTube. As a grandson of Queen Victoria, Prince Charles Edward was also related to other European royal houses including Sweden, Norway, Romania, the Netherlands, Russia and Greece. On Right Royal Roundup, time now for a British royal family update. News and views from Buckingham Palace. Prince George celebrated his second birthday on the 22nd of July in a quiet, low-key family celebration at Amna Hall. According to reports, Prince Philip was one of the first guests to arrive and the local postie was seen delivering lots of cards and presents for the birthday boy. However, the Prince of Wales and the Duchess of Cornwall were unable to attend due to official engagements in Cornwall that week. Prince Harry is currently in Africa, so he was unable to attend the celebrations either. Kensington Palace released an official photo the night before to celebrate the little prince's birthday. The photo was taken at his sister's christening earlier this month by renowned photographer Mario Testino. Meanwhile, the Royal Guards played happy birthday outside Buckingham Palace on the day. The Royal Mail in Britain has released commemorative stamps to celebrate this occasion. Visit Right Royal Roundup on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Right Royal Roundup. Or you can check out our website, rightroyalroundup.com.au. Princess Mary's youngest daughter, Josephine, broke her right arm after falling off a horse last Sunday during a riding lesson. The little princess was seen wearing a blue plaster cast on her arm as Crown Prince Frederick and Crown Princess Mary took their family to the Graston Horse Parade earlier this week. Princess Josephine showed her excitement when riders stopped to present posies to her, as well as to her mother and her older sister, Isabella. The Danish royal family has posed for photographs during the summer photo call in the gardens at Graston Palace. Queen Margrethe and the Prince Consort recently returned from a recent visit to Greenland aboard the royal yacht Danny Brog. For any royal information heard on today's show, check us out at rightroyalroundup.com.au. Meanwhile, in Australia, the Republic debate has reared its head again with the appointment of author Peter Fitzsimons as the chairman of the Australian Republican movement. Ironically, Mr Fitzsimons wants to use his celebrity status to help Australians to move past their celebrity worship of the Queen and Prince William's children, Prince George and Princess Charlotte. According to sources, Mr Fitzsimons has said Tony Abbott will be the last monarchist Prime Minister and an obstacle in the push to become a republic. However, some say that the republic supporters are again flogging the same old dead horse, especially with the monarchy's recent popularity soaring in recent years. On the other hand, support for the Republic has dropped down to about 20%. Members of the royal family, including the Queen, Prince Philip, Prince Charles, the Duchess of Cornwall, the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge, Prince George and Prince Harry, have been warmly welcomed to Australia during the last few years. Prince Harry completed one month's secondment with the Australian Defence Force in April and May earlier this year as part of his army training. 
Australians rejected the push for Australia to become a republic back in 1999. So what part of no thanks don't they understand? According to some of our sources, there are more pressing matters than Australia becoming a republic. That's all we have for this week. Thanks for joining us and we look forward to your company again next week. You've been listening to Right Royal Roundup with Carol and Cash. Tune in next week for more of the latest royal news from around the world. And don't forget to like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Right Royal Roundup or visit our website, rightroyalroundup.com.au.